Hello, friends, and welcome to the A Universe podcast. I'm Lulu, and I'm going to be reading out your fan fictions in order to make fanfic more accessible for everybody. Okay, I'm Lulu, and I'm Scarlet. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't. That was so bad. <laughs> oh. And welcome to the A Universe podcast. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's One Show Wednesday! And Yay. in a break from tradition, we're not going to be reading out of fan fiction. We are actually going to be looking at the, the leaked Powerpuff Girls script. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say a break from tradition when we've only got like three episodes. I think at this point we have two <laughs> that have been released. Yeah, third episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just ask you, like, for starters, mm-hmm. when I say leaked CW Powerpuff Girls script, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Um, No, but I have heard about it. Okay, tell me what you've heard. That there was a leaked script <laughs> that the CW leaked. Yes, so the Powerpuff Girls, do, 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 sugar, spice, and everything nice. Have you ever watched the original cartoon? Like when I was a really young, young kid, like a child. Do you remember much about it? I don't remember the plot or the characters, but I definitely remember the animation style. That's basically it. Yeah, so when we, we didn't have... Foxtel. Foxtel. No, in Australia it's not cable TV, it's Foxtel. But you have to pay for it. We didn't have it, but our grandmother did. So I'm three years older than you. I remember... A bit more than I do. Do you know anything about the Powerpuff Girls? I know that there are, I think, four of them, right? Three, four? Three. And they're all, there's three of them. There's three. And they're all different colours. And one of them's got black hair and one of them's got pink hair. And I, and I don't know about the other one. Okay, so there's Bubbles, Buttercup <laughs> and Blossom. One. Bubbles is yeah. like the yellow head. She was like my, like I was Bubbles. She wasn't my favourite. Buttercup was my favourite. But I didn't like Buttercup very much like as a person. I thought Buttercup was like the cool one. She obviously is, she, she is the cool one. Which but one's Buttercup? Buttercup is the short-haired black one with, with the green. Oh, I remember her very well. That's yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure when we were kids, you, I think she might have been your favourite. Probably. Really little. She was yeah. like, so my reasoning for not liking Buttercup, but thinking she was the coolest, like, was, yeah, she's like really aggressive, um, aggro, like, Bubbles, Blossom, let's go kill this monster, but not kill the monster because this is a G-rated program. Probably a terrible impression. Girl boss. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Blossom is the girl boss. Um, Bubbles is like, she was like the blonde, blue-eyed, sweet one. And I was like, of course, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's usually, I think, people's favorites. Nah, we're we're actually the opposites of what we liked, which is quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought Buttercup was the coolest. Like, I would want Buttercup as my... I would want to be best friends with Buttercup, but I would hate to be Buttercup. 
Anyway, aside from psychoanalyzing your own uh, journey, 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 how do we view all three objectively? We didn't talk about Blossom. Everyone always forgets about Blossom. Literally in the thing we're going to read. Google who that is. (laughs) Blossom is the red one and she's got the big red bow and the orange hair and the fringe and she's like the leader. She's like the boss. She's the girl boss. Oh, okay. So basically the intro, you probably would know the intro if I played it for you. It's like. Dr. Utonium, like he wants to be a dad and he creates, he wants to be a father and uses like special ingredients, sugar, spice and everything nice, but accidentally puts in the ingredients X. Um, And he has like a sidekick who's a monkey and he makes his three Powerpuff girls and they're like five years old and they fight crime together and fly in the sky and are generally really awesome. And the cartoon is super fun. And I love a lot of Cartoon Network Um yeah, Cartoons. Adventure Time. You were really, really into that. Well, I love Adventure Time. Yeah. My home screen currently on my computer is Adventure Time. So the script, so the CW, okay, let's go back to the CW. The, I have a personal vendetta along with a lot of people against the CW. I say this as a person who is completely obsessed with Supernatural. I say this as a person who genuinely loves Riverdale. <laughs> oh my god why did you i say you this is somebody who has watched all of arrow i hate the cw <laughs> like i am so guilty of hate watching these shows i am the problem i am I thought you said cringe culture was dead hate watching isn't like that's why you can hate watch though because cringe culture is dead so you're allowed to like watch these things that you weren't allowed to admit that you were watching you know all right all right it is i wish cringe culture was dead based up because maybe this episode would never have had to air and we would never have to talk about the absolute abomination that we're going to be talking about today (laughs) um god i want to preface this with being like i love intentionally terrible shows i don't think that a lot of what the cw does is good like a lot of the arrowverse stuff i just cannot watch i do like arrow but everything else i just i've tried and i just it's so it's so bad could Um, you give an example for like the people who aren't involved in like the arrow universe or like a cw show like the flash for example it is so convoluted and so preposterous in its plots and aesthetic and the issues that it talks about and it's so intentionally attempting to be moral and up to date it's Mm. so hard to enjoy because the whole time I'm like both suspending my disbelief but with very little payoff I think is how I would describe it I think Arrow is plausible enough because it really does toe the line between preposterousness because it's fundamentally not really a superhero. Oh no, it's not fundamentally a superpowers show. No, it's a vigilante. It's like Batman kind of style. Yeah, which I quite like. I find a little bit. I think that's why I can watch it. Yeah. And I think there are some genuinely really interesting characters, especially because none of the characters in it are supers, except I guess the Canaries, but they don't show up for a long time. So I was already kind of hooked. Um, or, or like emotionally attached to the characters before mm. they even started talking about supers. Whereas going into the Flash, I just it was so campy. 
The tone is so different. Yeah, I... but Riverdale's so campy as well. Now, I'm glad you brought up Riverdale. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about Riverdale. <laughs> We're going to talk about Riverdale. This is happening. No. I genuinely believe that Riverdale is like... Oh, God. The Renaissance painting... Of the current <laughs> media landscape. Oh, God. I thought this was going to be at like the Powerpuff Girls, and here we are talking about the Renaissance this is landscape of Riverdale in the modern Riverdale world. is a genuine <laughs> masterpiece. It is a work of genius. Don't quite know how to describe this because I am not learned enough at this can't. point in time. <laughs> but there is something so Postmodern. No, okay, I'll tell you what it is. Postmodern. Yeah. It is the postmodern equivalent of Andy Warhol. Because <laughs> Andy Warhol took trash and oh said, my God. through this trash, I'm going to make a wider commentary of our society. And what wider commentary is Riverdale making, right? The state and intelligence of the current media and political landscape. The consumerism. Yes. All of it. <laughs> By its simple existence. Existence that there's people who watch it for reals. By the simple fact that it is, <laughs> that it exists, is incredibly powerful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it's genuinely, because, and this, I wouldn't say this about season one. Why not? But I, I, because I think season one genuinely tries to take itself seriously. It's like new, it's starting off, it trying to tell a story but because it is so unabashedly shameless in its preposterousness unlike the flash unlike legends of tomorrow um unlike because i've watched weirdly a lot of cw shows are they cw yeah it's it's all everything is cw it's all cw (laughs) they own everything cw is murdoch CW is Murdoch. <laughs> Murdoch is me. <laughs> I am the CW. I am Murdoch. I think, CW. therefore, I am CW. I am the Powerpuff Girl. <laughs> I am the Powerpuff Girls. I am Riverdale. <laughs> oh, no. I am KJ Papa. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. KJ. Oh, KJ Papa. My name's KJ, and uh, I'm just a really cool dude, and I think that uh, that uh, R- Riverdale is, is shit what they're doing with it. And the fact that it, like, I think they take pride in the fact that they have the audacity to exist. No way. Have you seen the YouTube compilations of, like, the Riverdale cast hating their lives? Yeah, like, I have. The funniest it, thing. That's why it's so thing. great. Imagine having, like, a successful cast who all, like, are genuinely good friends because the girls, I don't know about the boys. Apparently there's some drama about AJ. I would not KJ, know. what's his name? Arpa. I just KJ, keep thinking of, like, yeah. Avatar. Arpa. Yep, it's yep. now it's now KJ Papa because he's having a baby. Is he actually? Yeah. What? How old is he? He's like twenty six and he's playing this sixteen year old. Oh, wait, I need to, I need I need to Google this now. How, how old is Archie? They're still in high school, right? KJ Papa is twenty three. He's twenty three and he's having a baby. You were pregnant at twenty. <laughs> That, no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It makes me feel better about, about myself. <laughs> if KJ Papa can become If KJ, KJ Papa, Papa can do it, I can do it too. I can be KJ Papa too. Yeah, but he's got a shitload of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This, don't underestimate the, the value of this podcast. 
You don't know. Like big bucks. But this podcast is going to open so many doors for us. I'm going to be able to provide for my child through this podcast. You're going to be able to meet the cast of Riverdale. I'm going to make the big bucks. I'm going to be able to green light Riverdale's spin-off Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> the wheels are slowly are slowly falling off this. this They've fallen off long ago. They fell off long ago. There were no wheels. Powerpuff Girls like... <laughs> Two minutes, and now we're like on to K- K- KJ, KJ Papa, <laughs> KJ Papa's <laughs> child. Where is this guy? I'm actually so excited. That's actually amazing. So, why are we talking about Riverdale? Oh yeah, because I wanted to make this clear. I am very well aware of the CW's mo, and and talking about Riverdale is important here because what we are about to read takes the masterpiece that is Riverdale and fails on every single front to emulate the genius, the commentary, the magic, the irony, the post-irony, the self-awareness, the all of it, but with the same level of quality in writing, if not worse. So the CW have greenlit and shot actually a Powerpuff Girls live action re- make or reboot sorry of the of the powerpuff girls and the script was leaked and so you know shortly Mm -hmm. after it was leaked the cw came out and said in a public statement that they would came out never don't no they don't do that if they did they'd have to eat themselves off a building because bury your gaze they came out in a statement and said that after reviewing (laughs) the powerpuff girls pilot we've decided not to release it and to go back to the drawing board sometimes we make mistakes and this is one of them (laughs) but we believe in this cast and crew and all the was this purely because of the leak in the script i don't know if it was purely because of it but you couldn't not like i i actually want to see this film's pilot now because I can't, what could have possibly I can't, been in that script? I can't imagine actors actually being... I can't imagine anyone getting paid to write this. It's so bad. I've read all 61 pages of it and I cannot oh imagine Lord. that anybody actually said anything in this script out loud. So, so I'm, going to, I'm going to read you some lines from this script. I'm going to read you out some quotes and you're going to have to guess Mm. if they are real lines from the show or fake. (laughs) Or where where else would they be from? Your brain? Some of them from my brain. First line. He just dates rando beaker bunnies and science hoes. That has to be real. Yes, that is real. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. Is this movie (laughs) G-rated? No, it's like edgy. <laughs> They're like, if this is a darker, edgy remake. So it's like MMA. I don't, I don't know the American system. I don't know. Because like, like, the CW has always confused me because they're not allowed to say like fuck or shit. But they like, hey. Say whore and like bitch. And I don't quite understand how that works. Hey, if you're American yeah. and understand why. Please let us Email know. us at auniversepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that thing? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Next quote. Move the gun with your mind, psychic boy. No, I think I feel like you you watched an episode of Psychic Care and you were like, <laughs> no, I think this is from your brain. <laughs> this is from Supernatural. 
<laughs> Move the gun oh, with your mind, sack like it, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No um, way. No way is that a real quote. When I was rewatching Supernatural Surely with my ex, this was his favorite. This was their favorite line, and well, so it's it stuck in my. Move the gun with your mind, psychic boy. <laughs> that was so with with Sam and his little. Oh my god, that's so cute. Okay, next one. I'm out of here. It's relapse time. No, that's from your brain. <laughs> no, that's from the. Screen. No. <laughs> no. It's relapse time. <laughs> it's a relapse time. <laughs> Thank you to whoever leaked this. <laughs> Next quote. There's nothing soft about me. <laughs> I, I don't want to say that it's from your brain, so I'm going to send you the script. <laughs> it's from Riverdale. <laughs> Except instead of me, the quote is, there's nothing soft about Hiram, oh. Hiram Lodge. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold Hiram. on. No, 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 no. It's- <laughs> he literally looks him in the eyes and he's like, there's nothing soft about me, Archie. <laughs> okay, so this potential evil lab dad found is somewhere between donut thing and the volcano. Oh, that's interesting. No, it's not. No one cares. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's too continuous her be from the script like there's it makes too much sense so that quote to you makes too much sense <laughs> for the level of like <laughs> that's from the script stuff you've read to me oh my god okay this sounds like a year seven creative writing project. <laughs> okay, no. oh god. okay blossom i love you you are so different from any girl i've ever met <laughs> you're not like other girls <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that, is that it? Yeah, that's the quote. <laughs> that's the quote. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you want from it's me? Some better lines. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that is so much I can do. <laughs> no, that is that is from my brain. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. These are the same normos that kicked us out. <laughs> hmm. I have no idea. I think you came up with that. Dude, if I'd come up with that, I would have used the correct terminology. Normos? It, normies. It's normies. Normies. It's, it's like normies. a boomer yeah, wrote true. this. This is from the script. I bet a boomer <laughs> did write this. I think that, you know what, this actually what boomers completely think breaks like my heart days. because two women wrote this script. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, oh no! You had one job, and that was to like do well. And you come out with this. Frick. How am I supposed to be like? Uh, Women empowerment, and then oh, oh no! You've let me down. You've let your school down. You let my house down. You've let your house down. You've my let your family down. My land. You've let. You've let. My it, dogs. You've let your dogs down. You've my let your entire gender down. You've let actually the all the genders down simultaneously. Last time I saw you, you broke off our engagement and told me you'd pawned the ring for drugs. Uh, Riverdale. No, that's Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, this oh, is the last Lordy one. Lord. This okay, is the last okay, one. God, this better be good. I, I'm going to say script already. I'm not wearing that dress anymore. It's compulsory heterosexuality. 
<laughs> Is this from Riverdale? <laughs> no. Supernatural. No. No, this would not have been in Supernatural. This is in. Supernatural is classy. (laughs) Supernatural has... What am I saying? I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll go back and sit in the corner. This is from... I have no idea. I have no idea. I should know. This is from the Powerpuff Girls script. (gasps) It is not. It is not. I'm not wearing that dress anymore. It's compulsory heterosexuality. No. Oh, Jesus. Thank God it was (laughs) cancelled. Jesus Christ. It wasn't cancelled, Scarlett. They're rewriting the reboot. They're rewriting the pilot. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't stress that pretty little head of yours. No, that's so bad. I want to take this quote to let's go into a bit of discussion time because... Okay, I have something to say about this quote as well. Yeah, yeah. What what do you want to say about this quote? Okay, well, you know this, Lou, but when I was a kid, like until I was like 14 or 15 or something, I absolutely hated wearing dresses and being feminine and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which was like, I think it's probably you were down to my very, and I hate to say this, but like, tomboy. Buttercup is the Buttercup is the character who who says this, and I would very much put you into like Buttercup. Oh, I don't want to have to say Buttercup coded. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Please kill me. Oh no! But okay, yeah, but the thing is, I were I had a lot of internalized misogyny. I think. For some reason, I don't even know. But, like, I hated all the, like, feminine stuff, including wearing dresses and skirts and all that. Yeah. And then I realised that, like, I just should just do what I want. And a compulsor of heterosexuality, that's that's putting yourself in a framework as that's the same level, like, the same level of harm as, like, the complete opposite, which were they're trying to reject. Does that yeah. make any sense? And I think that pretty much encapsulates a lot of what um this script and maybe and I, I and what I genuinely believe the CW is doing and gets wrong fundamentally. Mm. Like I don't believe at its core that they're trying to do harm. Not that they're trying to do harm, I guess, because like some of the shit they've pulled is pretty bad. But mm. I can't believe that they go out with the intention to cause harm, I guess. And or they're just insensitive about it, like or really just really about misinformed it. about it because Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, true. Th- this script comes across and I read a post and it was like um somehow they m- tried to write a very progressive, feminist, woke, diverse, inclusive script and somehow managed to be the most homophobic racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> misogynistic even like just hateful hateful like the way the men are in this as well is it's 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 not good and I think that does in the long term cause harm like in the mass like the mass effect that it has on like media and like how people perceive things oh absolutely because what they're doing is is they're trying to be inclusive by including stereotypical depictions of characters inclusive people yeah of in- inclusive yeah. people and that's the problem that isn't actually inclusivity that's no. that's stereotyping that's that's building upon pre-existing prejudices and discrimination that exists yeah exactly and further strengthens those perceptions and and that's yeah. the problem so the cw can be like you know look at us we're inclusive the cast is bubbles is a white she's a white girl <laughs> 
Yeah. B- blonde, blue-eyed, white girl. Buttercup is black, lesbian, and Blossom is Asian. So that they've got a diversified cast. Casting, yeah. But what they've done is the angry, aggressive, and what we'll see promiscuous one is the black lesbian. Yeah. The sweet, nice girl is the white blonde one. She's basically white trash, right? Like she... She's the one that says all the like, I pawned the ring for drugs. Ah ha ha ha. She's or like, the mentally ill one. Is that substance the abuse? The mentally ill. Oh, oh my God, I can't even. Blossom has panic attacks and is the smart one who studies biotech at university. And so has she's the smart together. one and she's also Asian. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. That's like so. Cedar. Oh, yeah. It, it's. It's like, oh, we're going to be inclusive and diverse, but also we're going to further entrench the stereotypes that have already existed by putting them on television. It's like, no. Why was Bubbles the white one? Why, why did you think Bubbles had to be white? Why couldn't Bubbles, the nice, you know, sweet, innocent one, why did you... Be the black lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that the black lesbian is the angry one? Why is it that she cheats on her girlfriend because... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, Did yeah, she yeah. actually? Yeah. Oh, freaking yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. If you wanted to do an Asian casting, why didn't that have to be, you know, maybe not the one who was studying biotech who has a life together? Like, like, it's just not good enough, frankly. And so they can preach about inclusivity as much as they like, but... The- it's actually the flip end, the polar opposite. Yeah, and it's that thing of like, well, do you degrade it because it's something and we should be happy that it's something rather than nothing? And I guess it's hard for us both to speak about the racial issues about it because we're both two white chicks. Two white girls. Yeah, but in terms of we're diverse cast, it's just it's a bit insulting to be like, well, if you're – queer as far as the cw is concerned you have to be hot you have to be female you have to be young you have to be sexy you have to be promiscuous yet you have to be whatever and it's like yes those people exist but that doesn't define and and i saw someone yeah and i also promiscuity and cheating are not the same thing as well like um, yeah yeah that's true Dishonesty and, and lying is not the same thing as being is, having sexual agency. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, none of it is good, frankly. It, it's pretty shocking. It's and yeah, like back to this quote: "I'm not wearing that dress anymore. It's compulsory heterosexuality." Because what? Since when is being queer have anything to do with rejecting femininity? Like, no, it's like women's empowerment doesn't come mm. from rejecting the feminine. Women's empowerment comes from being able to choose between what a whole spectrum of feminine, yeah. masculine, non-binary, whatever the hell you want, right? Yeah, and it's like that thing, if you wear a dress, that doesn't make you any less queer. Yeah, or exactly. Like, like yeah, what you yeah. like. Which is not the message that they're sending. No, and, and that's quote. very broad across a lot of the CW's content, actually. Especially, like, okay. I'm so sorry, everybody, but let's talk about Supernatural. <laughs> like we haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Well, why am I even pretending? Why is it that we find it okay to think about, well, not, not just Supernatural. Why is it okay for us to think about Merlin, Castiel, Bucky as queer characters, but there's a problem when 
we think about Dean. Dean. Steve Captain Rogers. America. Yeah. And um the masculine Arthur. masculine manly yeah. ones. So like yeah. it's like it's that idea of like you can have gay men, but they can't be the straight ideology of what masculine is. Yeah, they can't be masculine. Why is it that Castiel came out to Dean and Dean didn't respond? Because Dean isn't allowed to respond because he's not I was about to say a beta male. <laughs> <laughs> But in their eyes, you know what I mean? In yeah, their eyes. In CW eyes. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the same for... Um, like, like, let's look at Riverdale, for example. Mm-hmm. We can have gay characters in Riverdale, but the only the gay characters one. that exist in Riverdale, in terms of main cast, Archie will never be bi, for example. He's too masculine Cole Sprouse will man. never have a boyfriend. KJ Arpa is definitely alpha. Then why is it okay to talk, call Misha a bit? <laughs> huh? But Misha. Oh, because because he because he's been called a beta male. Um, by that by by the pesky dangler guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he, he's there's a history there. There's a semantical thing in everyone's head when yeah, they say okay. beta male. Oh, that's because everyone thinks Misha. But I will say the Misha Collins left eyebrow arc. Cass is a top. I'm just saying. Not that it matters. Not that it's a relevant <laughs> thing. Oh no. Also, Cassie sucks Dean's nips in season one. What does that tell us? Wait, what the? <laughs> well, Dean's a power bottom for sure. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Move on. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this with you. <laughs> no, I haven't even listened to Twist and Shout. Like, let's move on. You're not allowed. <laughs> no, I don't want to. You, okay. Does that mean you lied when you said I asked you to listen to a little bit of it? Yes, because I didn't want oh to listen to any of it. Oh, my God, you didn't listen to any of it? Yeah, yeah I didn't because I was scared that I was okay. going to hear you say something When we like, meet up next, I'll play like a bit I know that isn't for you and you can tell me what you're Okay, fine. Okay. Oh, do you know what I'm angry about? Mm, a lot of things. So many things. I'm angry about everything. I identify with Bubbles, but actually no, Bubbles goes has Hulk out rage things. That's her thing. She's like really sweet and cute and then like will lose it and like be ulti- ultimate power. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that is me. <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely. I have a lot you. of quiet rage. <laughs> you have that's all you are. You're I'm just, just quiet a, rage. A bubble of quiet rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bubble of quiet rage. So I'm actually gonna read you a couple lines like from the script and we'll talk about them. Okay. This is the narrator. He'd hoped to use the chemical to gain powers himself. Powers he'd use for good, like Elon Musk, but also for his own personal gain. Like Elon Musk. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. (laughs) But what what use would it be now? Mojo wasn't cute. He didn't have sugar or spice or anything nice. He was just a plain old boring man. So this is the guy who in the show, in the original is a monkey. (laughs) But But in the show. He's a man. His name is Mojo Jojo in the show. And what they've done in the live action they is personified him turned him into a person and also his mojo oh, no. and jojo is his son and both of them are like reverse sexism believers there's like this weird vibe that you get off of mojo and jojo that because they're men they think that people will not like them because they're not in what right now because the girls are like 
He's just an all pouring man, and man is capitalized in bold. So it's clearly like a like a sore point. a statement. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing I want to talk about. This this one in particular really resonated in terms of made me feel very awkward and icky. So basically, Mojo the monkey gets killed in their ch- when the girls are teenagers, and everyone runs the pipe up girls out of town. It was like an accident. His son grows up to like hate them, and he becomes the mayor. He becomes the mayor and he's like 25 because because that can happen. I don't know. In Parks and Rec, that guy. Uh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> don't, don't, Parks and Rec. Don't you dare taint Parks and Rec with the likes of this trash. Yeah, I don't want to make even make that correlation. <laughs> so they're talking about like re-election, Jojo and his like secretary lady, mm. Gina. Gina says... This is just initial polling data. You've got time to pull ahead. <laughs> Narrator. Unlike our prodigal Powerpuffs, Mojo's son, Jojo, stayed in Townsville. And yes, I know. For the Townsville, Australian like listeners. Queensland. For the Australian listeners, I couldn't I couldn't go past that either. I was That's like, perfect. fucking Townsville. Fucking, fucking Townsville. <laughs> this actually makes so much sense. What's that? Like, yeah, it all makes sense. It's all, all backwards. Townsville. That's sorry. what resonated with you. Sorry, Townsville. Not sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah. mean. Let's go. Fucking Townsville, bruh. Okay. Fucking Townsville. Yeah, just saying someone from Queens. I mean, anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. All right, all right. Anyway, Unlike our prodigal Powerpuffs, Mojo's son Jojo stayed in Townsville. Townsville. Instead, <laughs> his dedication to the city had carried him all the way to public office. He was the youngest person ever elected mayor of Townsville. Unfortunately for him, a second term looked unlikely. I've delivered on everything I've promised, except free gelato Fridays, and that's only because Perfect Scoop turned out to be a front for meth trafficking. Ugh. Alicia Lawrence has no experience. She's impulsive and reactionary. She's exciting. You mean she's not a white man? Gina cringes. You know, you hear about reverse discrimination, but until it happens to you... Off her. No offense. I totally earned your position. Optics don't hurt though. Oh my god. Yeah. Bruh. There's a lot to unpack there. That's. That is a lot. Okay, he's the villain of the story, mm. pretty much. Except he's humanized because of a whole bunch of reasons, because of a whole bunch of things that happen in the script. He's Child, in love with Blossom, he's missing his dad. Um, him and Blossom have like a weird sort of relationship and the vibe I get is that they're going to sort of be like falling in love but on opposite sides and he'll probably like turn good. Redemption arc style. Yeah. The problem I have is that do you really want the main male character of your show to be a hashtag not all men guy? No. A man who they've intentionally tried to make the audience sympathise with. He loses his father. He carries a little action figure of Blossom around. It just seems so... Backwards. Backwards, yeah. It's like, oh, we're such a woke CW show for making a comment about... What what is the word for that? Well, that's what they tried to, like, say it themselves, like the reverse discrimination thing, but... But the way it's come out is makes it actually seem like a genuine, like... Yeah, they intend it. Yeah, it's so not good. Backwards. Yeah, it's really... And it made me 
it left me not hating him more for him having said it, but frustrated that I was seeing this message at all, regardless of how it was mm. packaged. And the and the and context and even TV. the package of the content was like a political thing, like he was running for office or something, like and like even yeah. that framework that context makes it even worse somehow why give airtime screen time attention to this dialogue at all it, yeah when it is so harmful especially when it's your main male character who we are trying so so hard to create male allies to create mm. men who are empathizing of women um and you just know because it's CW that it was just an offhanded sort of like funny, oh, he's a misogynist. And then he'll get a redemption arc and they'll never address that, which then leaves us to without the discussion and also without him addressing it and solving that problem within himself. And then he is just a redeemed yeah. guy who is also a guy who has these feelings and has said this and it's left unaddressed. That, that's, that's awful. It is, there is nothing good about having this conversation put in there. And it's interesting because it's a conversation that needs to be had, but they're not, they're both like referencing they, it, but yeah. not discussing it at the same time. Yes. And they're using this, it to prevail another idea. They like, do this so much. The CWs, oh, this is like their, their calling card, really. It's something they just, they're really good at. <laughs> Bringing <laughs> things up that they, that really should be discussed that then mm. never are. You see it in Supernatural with plot and illusionary things about childhood abuse. You see it with... Subtext, yeah. With Dean's... They are so good at the subtext. But not the actual text text. But not the actual text text. And that's a problem mm. because it's not affirming. It doesn't resolve anything. It's not a discussion either. It's just like a... Yeah. It, it, oh, lol, it's like, this, oh, this, this is happening. Thing. We're woke and cool for bringing it up, but we're not going to actually do anything to actually have a meaningful and... And, to help um, it, yeah. A meaningful and sensitive discussion around it. We're just going to, like, throw it out there because, like, we're working down with the kids, but yeah, help. That's a shame, though, because they have such a huge platform that they could do such amazing I know. things with. I know. It breaks so my – and I was thinking about this. Like, if I had one thing I would ask, say, for one example – One wish in the world. If I had one wish. <laughs> <laughs> I would, like, I would correct help. the CW. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only wish in life <laughs> my one goal in life is to fix the cw <laughs> one episode at a time <laughs> supernatural season one episode one <laughs> pilot uh, imagine <laughs> um, like and i was thinking about this for example when you look at the writers of supernatural there's a convention coming up and i was thinking if i did have one oh. wish and if i could ask in a couple months November 5th, weirdly, <laughs> Christ. Um, if I could ask one question, what would it be? And that's a hard question for me to ask. I would, I would look the writers directly in the eye and say, you know that having Dean reciprocate and having a canonical gay relationship between a typically coded um, masculine alpha male type character and a gay angel would have affirmed people would have meant so much to so many people would have done a world of good and helped a community who barely see themselves in the characters that they get and when they do see themselves also see really narrow closed-minded depictions of them why 
wouldn't you give us that? Why not just make people happy? You know, why not just do something kind for people and let us have that? What was the reason? What is stopping you from making that happen? That's, that's I think, what I really Without blaming know. it on red tape or something. Yeah, let's have red or, tape. Well, what yeah. red tape? What What is actually going on where, like, why In not? In the CW where that prevents yeah. something why, like that. And, yeah. and the answer to that question is going to be, would be fascinating to me. If I could get an honest answer to that question. And that doesn't just go for Supernatural. That goes for every every character because because if we can work out the answer to that one question it'll explain so much about what people like talk about this culture about young girls on tumblr who are obsessed, obsessed with, with gay these ships middle-aged men or obsessed with yeah. like shipping gay ships right right like these men together like why 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 well it's isn't it obvious because if we don't pretend we have we have nothing only now in the last like maybe three or four years have we started to see something and even what we, we've we got is so entrenched in stereotype, is so almost harmful in the narrowness of it that if we don't take characters we see ourselves in, which are real, normal, well-written characters who often tend not to be LGBT characters and ship them, mm. then we have nothing. Like, why do you think we, we do it, you know? And that relates back to the Powerpuff Girls comment on, like, compulsive heterosexuality or, like, the not-all-men discussion because it's low-key the same, the same perception of, like, what is politically correct versus what, like, actually happens in real life or what should be depicted as real life. Yeah. Anyway... Some fun content. I'll read some more. Good discussion. <laughs> 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 on that lovely note, <laughs> Dad, why'd you call the press? Blossom's gonna freak out, and the last thing we need is another crack in the bell jar. Blossom's. What does that even mean? Oh, sorry. That she's a mental. <laughs> Oh, very sensitive way of saying that she's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know because Blossom that. has Blossom has panic attacks. Right, Blossom's fine. I saw on her Insta that she has a boyfriend. I saw on her LinkedIn that she got promoted, and I saw on Facebook that she still talks to Grandpa despite their political differences. Coming back here is probably triggering for her. Why? Because she's the one who killed Mojo. I mean, moveon.org. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> Move <on>. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Dot org. Also, who's checking her LinkedIn? <laughs> the the most untrue thing media. about <laughs> the thing that is hardest to believe about the Powerpuff Girl script is that, that Bubbles church LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that so much. So good. Do voices. Do a McGonagall voice. All right. I'll do Blossom. Okay, what should Blossom's like the nice goody two-shoes one. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Okay, Posh Hermione. Buttercup, yeah. she's like the aggro one. Harry. <laughs> they sound the same. They're literally both so like, oh, hello, oh, uh, Harry. <laughs> Bloody hell, Harry. Okay, then. <laughs> I'll do like a really Bogan Australian accent for Buttercup and really Posh one for Blossom. Okay. okay. Oh, my God, kill me. You said Bogan Australia, I had to. Aren't we here to investigate? I'm here to pick up by curious townies. 
Yoli to avoid dra- <laughs> That in an Aussie accent was a perfect thing. You're here to avoid Drake. Bubbles is here to investigate, but she forgot Butch hates her. Luckily, we're dealing with another hate boner, so alcohol helps. Why do you know so much about hate boners? Life is one big hate boner. <laughs> Life is what? one big hate boner. <laughs> what? Uh, I want to die. This can't be real. This, you're fooling People me. People have paid like, so much up. money to write this. Oh, oh my glorious lordy Jesus Christ. Uh, this can't be real. I don't it's believe real. you. Remember our 15th birthday at that weird honky-tonky? Bubbles peed herself, you threw carrots up out a window, and Sarah picked us up at 3am. Never told Dad. I can't believe they used to have sex. Can you imagine Drake? I bet he's so mechanical. I'd like to point out at this point, viewers, that... Uh, viewers? <laughs> it's a podcast! Viewers, please no. Um, I'd like to point out at this point that Drake is their father. <laughs> no. He's so mechanical and weirdly precise. I bet he's generous. Oh, my God, stop. No, stop. Blossom and Buttercup throw napkins slash trash at Bubbles. No, (laughs) filth, not okay. They all say together. All the sisters crack up. (laughs) What the hell? This show is on crack? What the frickity frack? What the frickity frack? That could have been a line in here. 2005, though. 2005 is the best year. Stonks. Anyway, carry on. Stonks? What's a stonk? You you were how old you were born in two thousand and two. You were three. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't detract from the fact that I was like six years old in two thousand and five. Yeah, but two thousand and five was the best year. Two thousand and four was better. No, two thousand and six. Why do I think two thousand and six is better? Something happened in two thousand six. I don't know. Things happen. Things something. Maybe something. What did happen in two thousand and six that I think was cool? I feel like uh, something happened. Oh, my immortal. Oh, my God. Actually, is that what you're thinking of? My immortal was published in 2006. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. The Just cynical a of humanity. Quick plug. Uh, guys, keep listening to this amazing uh, podcast very yep. well put together because uh, this amazing duo is going to be – the dream team is going to be uh, also reading – my immortal. My immortal next week. <laughs> no, take stop burping. Two weeks. <laughs> In two weeks. Oh Give my that- god, Roblox as well. What's Roblox? I'm looking up 2006. Please keep in all the references you don't know. What? How? Ooh, Friedrich sh- Reinfeldt replaces Goran Peterson as Prime Minister of Sweden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- I- IKEA. <laughs> Dunkle, Dunkle, Spog, Dunkle, Dunkle, what? Dunkus, the bear, the bear from um. IKEA. (laughs) (laughs) Women only one, one thing. Oh, NASA launches the first space mission to Pluto as a rocket. Fuck off! Pluto isn't even a planet. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares, Pluto. What's okay? Hold on. What's it? I need an accent for bubbles. Uh, oh my god! Please do Patrick from SpongeBob. Oh okay. <laughs> I don't really know if I can do Patrick from SpongeBob. 
That's so good. It's so bad. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. SpongeBob. I haven't watched that much SpongeBob. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, you watched you watched Powerpuff Girls, and I watched SpongeBob on Foxtel. I didn't watch. I, I the only thing I remember from SpongeBob is like, apart from like the post Mimi SpongeBob. Because you related to him. I do kind of relate to Squidward. Like seriously, I want to run a piss off too. Like he was totally justified. He was you surrounded by idiots. And do your art. That's all you want. That's it. I just want to record my podcast, play my clarinet. Except my clarinet is like my my ukulele baby. Oh, <laughs> my clarinet is my baby. because ah. I think Squidward always reminds me of Snape, and I really like Snape as a character. Hmm. I, I'm re- listening to a podcast with a Gover, like a lot of Harry Potter stuff, and I f- I think like I romanticized like his character a bit in my head. Because Jesus Christ, I'm a Snape apologist through and through, and I'm listening to some of the stuff he does, and I'm like, crap, he's a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, he, look, he did abuse them. Like, you can't look past that. But he he's fully the did best. abuse the children. He's so good. I love Snape. Uh, Snape's, so Snape's you, have you written an essay on him yet? Have I wrote? Have yeah. I read? No, I haven't wrote an essay. I've got to write my PhD thesis on Supernatural first. Jesus, oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Not much I to really write about. I really want to read your essay on Snape, though. Please do that at some when point. When was I going to do that? You were you were gonna do that. I remember. Probably. I feel like I, I remember just... in like year ten. You you said that to me. You were like, I don't remember like the things I did yesterday. How do you remember this? <laughs> I make a lot of promises. I, I can't keep. You wrote Scarlett. an essay. No, 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 Lou. I remember you wrote an essay for English about Tom Riddle, about Harry, and about um, Snape. Snape. It was actually a creative and I was writing. Like, piece. And I asked you. You should. You should do an essay on Snape. Oh, that's like, right. Oh, You're fun. so right. This was year this yeah. was year 12 actually. <laughs> yeah. And I was in what year 9? I think I was in year 9. I don't know what's so, 3 minus. No. <laughs> what's <laughs> 3 minus? minus. <laughs> I didn't do maths in year 12. I dropped it. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'm looking I was forward too to busy your thinking about you Snape. promised it to me 4 years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll do my masters on Snape and then my PhD on Supernatural. I would love that. Thank you. Oh, here's another excellent quote. Do you break into the homes of all the little girls you hire to do your evil bidding? (laughs) Just the ones who've murdered their parents, less red tape. How's progress? (laughs) You know, ups and downs. She's 10, by the way. This is Henrietta and Jojo the mayor. They're they're evil, they're scheming. Oh, that's very Riverdale. Yeah, like I actually, okay, the thing about this script is there was a lot of good, like, good bones in there there was a lot of interesting things like instead of professor utopia um instead of him being like you know their loving dad he's like actually turned around and he's an abusive fame whore who's like exploited their lives which is an interesting concept but i have comments about this too because this is the cw and they're like oh we're gonna make it interesting we're gonna twist it on our heads i'm like okay i guess that's interesting but also do you know how few s- depictions of single dads we get to see that are positive? Mm. That A, can show men that they can be good role models and can be maternal and can be good parents Bobby. and should take a- an active, but like not even just like being a role model, being a good father figure, being an actual, being an actual single dad. Like being an actual 
caregiver, changing the nappies, like feeding the babies, like parenting, talking about feelings, helping children grow up. Like when do you see single dads being positive and doing that? Like never, right? Because like it's one thing for, oh, I have a great dad. He takes me out and throws a ball around with me. Okay, that's good. But does he talk to you about your period? Does he give you a hug when you're sad? Is he the main person that you go to when you want to talk about your feelings? This maternal sort of figure and they've just been like, oh, well, plot twist, guys, he's actually a shitty dad because men don't know how to raise children (laughs) because it's just that's just they're just not suited to it. And also they have a stepmother. He has is in a relationship with a woman where in the cartoon he wasn't. And the vibe you get is very much like, oh, well, of course, because it, he couldn't possibly have raised those children on his own. He had That woman had to be involved somewhere. He had to have a feminine touch to the house. Yeah, like it's, it's so shitty. It's like... Mm. It's a weird message, I guess, to get across because it's like I guess people don't really connect the dot of like we need to see good single fathers. We need to see good fathers um, on screen because that is a form of female empowerment in the sense that if men are taught to take up more parental care roles, if men are taught to take up that sort of household role, more women get to go to work. More household work is divided equally between the man and the woman in the house. You don't get the questions with gay fathers who, well, you can't have children because that's so bad for the kids. When Who's going to have the feminine touch? Who's going to be the mother? You know, empowering men to be sensitive and good caregivers is beneficial to everybody. Mm. Um, and it's just a shame that they wasted that potential, I guess. And that's that's something as well, like, you know how the CW is trying to be all inclusive by having this diverse class, cast and everything. There's that, but that the thing you talked about with the single fathers being represented on media, that is non-existent. Like, that just doesn't exist. Even despite the, like, trying to be all inclusive about casting mm. and, and that's like, why, plot lines. And like, it that's just doesn't why, exist in media. I guess with, like, Supernatural, I will... I really appreciated that Jack had, you know, his three three fathers. His three dads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the CW, like, oh, we can have gay shit, but it's got to be gay shit on our terms. It's got to be gay shit the way that we straight white guys think gay Consume shit. It. Consume yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it ticks a box and it'll get us more viewers, but not because it actually promotes or has any meaningful reciprocation in terms of um diversity and the public yeah that's a good point yeah (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) this also comes from my brain (laughs) they misspelled jojo and it came out as juge (laughs) 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 i just have a big screenshot of them being like (laughs) juge Juge was talking about the election (laughs) (laughs) Juge 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 Okay You're welcome (laughs) Alright should we wrap up Like my edgelord playlist I listen to you like every single day Oh you're actually that's I I listen to that playlist That's a pretty good playlist It's a great (laughs) playlist isn't it Yeah anyone Okay look up like Lulu
on Spotify. No, 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 things, don't. so good. It's so Did you good. just drop my, like, middle name yes, on a big it podcast? It's Lily Jupiter. I'm going to have to take that out now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> That's supposed to be a secret. Yeah, but they wouldn't know. You just told them. I, didn't, I just said Lily <laughs> could mean anything. I don't want them to know who I am. I read porn. <laughs> I read porn online. <laughs> I have yeah, a child. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Imagine when she finds this when she's all old and like, oh no, that's so strange. I, and she's gonna be so cool. She's like, <laughs> no, she's gonna have a friend who's like, oh my god, have you heard this cool podcast? It's so great. She's gonna be like, oh, that's my mom. That's my mom. Porn. <laughs> oh Jesus porn. Christ! Oh no. She's it's so good, guys. Listen to it. I literally can't listen to it anymore. Can't listen to my own episode of Voice. Twist and Shout in oh. public. <laughs> yeah. Has, does mom know? I was editing does it. Does mom know? I was editing it. Legit. While she, yeah. I don't think she, <laughs> I don't think she knows like to what extent I, to how like triple X rated it is. Mm. Because, like, it's pretty full on. I had moments where I was like. It's really full on. How do you know? You didn't listen to it, bitch. I've read it. Yeah, I didn't listen you to it. You've read Twist and it. Shout. It's Twist and Shout. It's like the most iconic. Like, Wait, you've read you the whole thing? You have to have read Twist and. Oh, I don't know about the whole thing, but I have read enough to know about the smart. I'm surprised you've read it. I couldn't. I put it off for a long time. I put really? It... Why? Because um, I didn't want to emotionally traumatize myself. Yeah, it's like intense. So like, I, and this is like a good thing for like viewers to know. I don't actually read ahead. So I read the chapter I'm going to be recording that weekend and I do my work with it. So like my, um, like I go through it and I, I do a quick read and I practice it for the recording. But I don't go further than where I'm at when I've released it. So I don't actually know where the story's going right now. I don't know what's going to happen. I vaguely know because it's so famous. Ow, Ganny just bit me. <laughs> my child's a biter. Just like, just like her mom. <laughs> oh my God, no, stop, stop. Ah. Yeah, okay. So I, yeah, I c- cannot physically bring myself to keep going with the Powerpuff Girl script. I just want to say that I hope that um, it crashes and burns and they don't go ahead with the live action. I am just genuinely don't have faith in the CW to be able to pull it off, especially based on what I've seen. I think that it's going to cause a lot of damage. It will probably get a second season and maybe a third simply because people will hate watch it, um, which I'm concerned about. Like they do with Riverdale. Riverdale's absolute genius don't don't (laughs) but um like please i'm begging you all don't give as little money to that goddamn fucking network as possible Mm. it is such trash they just see so many harmful tropes in their writing i i i i have lost a lot of faith in their capacity to deliver good content Except Riverdale, <laughs> especially after I lost basically any any respect I had for the network after what happened with Supernatural. I, mm. I'm, I, please guys, just don't watch it. Don't even 
tweet about it. Don't, don't talk consume about it. it. Don't don't feed the beast. You know. Yeah, yeah. Don't consume it. Go on Tumblr. I, I saw a cool post that was like, we should get one person, one person to watch, watch the Powerpuff Girls, and they can tweet about, they can tweet or Tumblr it or whatever, so we don't have to, and we don't. And everybody else just ignores it. If so you we watch don't give it, any money to it. Don't stream it through their app. Don't stream it through their pirate official. It or yeah, yeah. Do not give them money. I feel bad for the amount of money I already give them for Supernatural. So you just be aware of that. It's been fun to talk about, but do not buy into it. Yeah. Anyway, so this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> Thanks for coming with us. Oh, it was a journey. It was. It went places. It should never it have gone. It went too many places. Yeah, no, that was, it was excessive, the places it went. The places we'll go, the things that we'll see. Oh, no. That sounds like a quote from the Foreman script. <laughs> we really want to hear from you guys. We want to hear your fan fictions that you want us to read out loud. We want to hear any comments. Any recommendations. We just want yeah. to hear from you. Like, I'm excited to have conversations with real people. Oh! Troglodyte. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a ter- pterodactyl. Uh, <laughs> wow. Thanks. <laughs> So, yeah, please email us at au. What is it? A universe podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We have Tumblr, A universe podcast. We have Instagram, Instagram. at A universe podcast. And you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Yes, yes, you can. And please, please leave a five star review. It does wonders for like wonders. getting us out there. That's wonder. You're my wonder. This has been Lulu. And Scarlet. <laughs> and Genny and Scarlet. And the yeah. spirit of the Powerpuff Girls that is slowly shriveling and dying. And um, the poltergeist of CW that haunts us every day. Oh, fucking hell. All right. Um, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Fucking Tansville. Fucking Townsville. Uh, That's a good place to end it. Fucking Townsville. (laughs) Okay, bye.